What's up, guys? This is Wilson coming at you. Uh, welcome to the Movement, the Shepherds of Men podcast. I am Wilson again, sitting here with O, Cam, and JP. And uh, we're pumped to come to you today. We're just going to kind of uh, free ball it, if you will, uh, in a sense of just kind of whatever's on our, our minds today, and huh? no agenda. I, I do have a couple of topics I do want to talk about because some of our listeners had sent in some requests about certain things and uh, definitely want to bring that up because I did have some really good thoughts about it. But um, just before we get started, man, when, how's y'all's week been? What you, what you guys have been into? And um, let's talk about that. Everybody knows what you're listening to. If you don't know by now, uh, and if somebody hadn't told you, we're going to tell truth and speak truth. What we believe is truth. You can accept it or, or reject it. It's on you. But uh, we believe that that's the impact that we're trying to make. So listen at your free will. And whoever wants to talk first about their free week, ball, let's go. apparently. Yeah, free ball. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I'm pumped about this because uh, I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna be a fun episode. Oh, I absolutely. really think it's gonna be fun. I just want to encourage everybody before we get into it because I have no idea what direction it's gonna go, other than it's gonna be uh, entertaining trends. and <clears throat> probably uh, hit some some sensitive points at some point. I'm sure, and I know none of us are gonna hold back on that. But uh, I would like to say, like, appreciate everybody because we have really just seen a lot of traction with uh, what's going on with the movement uh, podcast and just the Shepherds of Men mission as a whole and it's amazing and i uh, just thank you guys for following and for listening and for referring other people and um i know we're just constantly getting more and more followers um and and that's not what it's about other than we believe that uh, as we continue to build this platform you know we can have more of an impact for what we really see us a- accomplishing here um with you guys together so uh, yeah. it's awesome so check out the socials check out the website um book requests and all that kind of stuff and i uh, appreciate the feedback because that's why we're that's why we're doing what we're doing right now. We're going to talk yeah. about what y'all want to hear. Yeah. So, um, yeah, good week. Family's great. Um, been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, new house, new businesses, new everything all the time. Um, it's exciting times. No dull, t- no dull moments around the Brown house. So, mm. what can Brown do for you? Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just just to uh, just to add on to what you said, uh, I appreciate the people that are out there taking the initiative to grow. Yep. because of what they're hearing on this uh that that's the whole goal for us uh is to to make better men or or inspire men to become better yeah. men um I, I can't make you a better man um i can i can turn the light on uh but that's about all i can do for you the rest of it's got to be done by you um what's cool is i've i've got feedback from several people that um that i've i've spoke to that that follow what we're doing um really enjoyed it but have taken action um, and that's the biggest thing. If you've listened to it, I think, I think what's really cool is it, it, the the people that take action are growing and you can see the growth in their lives. Uh, but we're so bombarded. And if, if you hop on Facebook for five minutes, you see motivational quotes here and there, and everybody's got something like do this in your life and blah, blah, blah. So, so maybe, maybe, uh, maybe separating yourself, uh, from the rest of that noise is just to take action on it. The stuff is good. I'm not saying it's not good you know, motivational quotes and stuff like that, but maybe embody it, take action on it and and actually see if it works. Yeah. Yeah. Apply Mm -hmm. to your life. So, um, yeah, me too. Good week. Um, kind of hot shot, been back and forth to Florida the past couple weeks, a couple of times. So it was nice and warm actually, no, take that back. So I'm flying on the way down to Orlando Wednesday and, uh, the pilot says, well, it's, uh, it's sunny, clear skies, um, uh, like a balmy 36 degrees or whatever. And I, I dude, I pulled out my phone and checked want, my ticket. Florida like, in America, that Florida, wrong Florida. Yeah. I was like, did I book the right flight? You know, I, I seriously thought I might've been flying somewhere else, wow. but it sure enough, it was, it was 36 degrees and stuff. And wow. dude, iguanas, 
were falling, falling out of the trees. trees. That's right. They were like freezing. Yeah, they they froze, freeze. They uh, freeze or whatever. Yeah. Crazy. It's like uh, Manta from the sky. Isn't it crazy? Side note, my wife told me about a story. Uh, this was my section. God. <laughs> <laughs> but on the iguana. Wow. I'll go back don't to that. Don't ask me questions. Well, you guys are interrupting everything, and I can't get my words in, so I'm I'm next. Go. Okay. So, Oh, so you interrupted me just to tell me you're next. No, I'm saying about the iguanas. Did you see? No, no. Did you see the story about the dude wrecking because he grabbed a couple of the lizards and put them in his back seat, and then it, while they, they warmed up, they thawed out and came sort and got all in. over them and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, he wrecked. It was funny. You mentioned that, and I was like, the first story. So that came necessary to mind. for us to do what we do. Yeah, yeah. So, so the locals, the locals, it was funny because the locals are just down there. You know, they're like Florida's shut down. We're all looking for our sweaters, so don't don't ask for anything out of Florida right now. Uh, but uh, it, uh, it was it was just funny, like because I I didn't even think about that. You know, we're down there and there, it's like thirty six degrees. I'm like, ah, it's cold for down here, but for them that's a big deal. Apparently, yeah. like these iguanas are like dead, falling out of trees. But they're like all like, hey, you know, get the grills ready and stuff like that. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute, dude, what? Real iguanas? The locals? Yeah, they're talking about iguanas? cooking the iguanas. I'm like, oh my gosh, it doesn't even sound appealing. I mean, I've heard of oranges in Florida, but I don't yeah. know about grilled iguana. Yeah. So. um you know, little man's little man's growing like a weed. Um, he's uh, over over a month old now, so um, actually over six weeks old now. So still still not really sleeping. Uh, so learning learning to uh, get there. learning to survive off of uh, a little sleep, but uh, it's all good. You're so you selfish, Josh. You know, I, I know, and, and to be honest with you, but it's it's just like so we were talking about like our wives are so so tough, mentally tough and stuff. You know, she just gets up throughout the night. Every couple hours, she gets up and takes care of business and stuff like that. And you said something, um, oh, in the last episode about how our women are tough and at times tougher than us. And the first thing that my mind went to was getting sick. I'm such a baby when I'm sick. Oh, yeah, dude. dude, dude I'm, I'm dying. Like, yeah. my nose my nose is running or something like that, and you'd think that I'm dying. You know, my <laughs> wife will have the flu, and she'll be taking care of the kids. You know? like, <laughs> That's so true. I cannot true. complain. But, uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Like like Cameron said, you know, obviously, things are coming together. Good uh Business, you know, opportunities, uh, families growing, everything's duplicating, and it's just a, a product of the, the work that's put in behind the scenes. Um, mm. So, awesome. I think my last week has really been about clearing the mechanism, mm. um, not being complacent, getting back into um, personal development on a whole new level. Um, I've kind of let off the gas there for a minute, just um, at a career level, not so much in my own personal development, but I think I'm, I, I need to turn it up. I think I'm ready for the next level, which is why I became so complacent in, in what I normally do. So last uh, week has really been about um, remembering my alignment as far as what I'm trying to build and the vision that I've that I've created for myself and just kind of getting, uh, turning things up a bit. Turned up. Yeah, mm -hmm. getting turned. So um, not just in the club on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's going up. Yeah, on a Tuesday. So, um, with with your your research and everything you've done as far as your personal growth and books and things of that nature, have you found any that are um, good about um, that have to do with like respect and not interrupting people that I could suggest to Wilson? Oh yeah, <laughs> you would go there. I think I, I think there's actually Dude, just... sometimes I'm over here going, I'm, I, I want to say something and I don't want to interrupt, but I was like, that one is good. It's funny. You shut up. I got to talk about these guanas. <laughs> that was hilarious. I don't usually have a lot of funny things. That's important. <laughs> Hey, you do you yeah. did mention iguanas, so you know. But, You're uh, right, but I didn't ask you about iguanas. <laughs> right. 
You guys are so cute. Well, sorry. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm just giving you a hard time. As much as we talk about personal, I mean, discipline. Yeah. I mean, you would think. You would think I, you'd have more discipline. I than don't have much discipline when it comes down to it. That's why I have to have someone like you in my life to go, hey, get your ass in the gym. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know? right. So I think you, I, I think I believe the term would be Josh is in shape and Wilson is shape. A I'm shape. shape. I'm a shape. round shape. A round shape. shape. Oh, a shape. For now. For now. I'm personal now. Yeah. He's going to be a monster, though. Give him another year. We're going to be hitting this CrossFit stuff and he's going to be like jacked when i was younger i enjoyed it like i don't know why i got out of it i guess it just life just got busy and just any excuse will do but it just wasn't i got complacent really and i I just like at the point uh i mean i still have the mindset like i have i know what i did and I know I'm like, when I come in there, I'm like, I'm about to kill this thing. And then my body's like, nope, no, you ain't. Not today, you ain't. <laughs> Not today. Hold up, hold up. So, and then that's hold where up. I go to beat myself up really? in a sense of like, you're freaking better than this. Why are you doing this? And it's not necessarily, well, I guess it is a lot that I eat. I mean, because if we go on a diet, uh, keto worked really well for me. We lost, you know, 30 plus pounds and I looked really good and felt great. So we're just going to get back to that. I just, I got on a, a, a sweet high from holidays and man i just can't i'm not wanting I'm, my body keeps wanting it and i'm like no I gotta does stop. that go back to what we were talking about last episode where the the commas are important you, said you got on a sweet high or like a yeah. sweet high yeah oh you were high on sweet sweets. i was high yeah. on sweets okay. Okay. punctuation Treats. is incredible punctuation yeah, yeah that is yeah. i don't even know if that would yeah and i'm the worst of that i have to have cam always correct everything that i have to say that is true so, if anybody reads anything typically if it's from wilson it got edited by me so, yeah. I'm, I'm not allowed to send anything i'm like trump on twitter you're not allowed to be on it. and i promise you there's still mistakes so don't bust his chops just, just bring it to me uh o and jp edit their own stuff yeah. right um so this this week's been good um uh, a lot of just kind of searching for what i wanted to talk talk about that's why i kind of wanted to have it just kind of what I like to call free ball, just kind of say whatever's on your mind. I can't get the Tom Petty song out of my head. So, but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, we went to a CrossFit uh, facility for the life of me. I can't remember the name of it, but CrossFit Rutherford. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer who owns it was really cool, really nice accepting us to come in and work out. We've never done the CrossFit scene before. And uh, I, I learned some things uh, and uh, figured out that I need to, to know when to, to kind of, you know, set back a little bit before I hurt myself. Um, cause I was pushing myself pretty hard. And by the third set, she was like coming over there. like, all right, you, you need to take a break. <laughs> so, um, put me on a, on one of those bicycles. I don't know how somebody could cycle for fun. The Peloton. Dude, the freaking, uh, seat, man, that's like not comfortable at all. I guess you're not on the seat. And that's crazy, man. Cause you got a lot of ass. So I would imagine <laughs> that wouldn't be that. That might be why it's not comfortable. It's just kind of right it, under No, it just, sweat, it just splits it. And it's like there. It's like, boom. <laughs> like, That's a picture I thought I'd never have. Yes. <laughs> no, now I never want it. Yeah, yeah, he's right. got a dot in the pad where his butt bone was like poking down. <laughs> Dude, so oh, my gosh. Man. Did y'all see? Oh I saw some, and I'm not a big, like, you know, forward a bunch of stuff on, on social media, but the one where the dude's, like, bouncing on the chair. Did y'all see that? Uh-uh. He's like bouncing on an office chair, like going in circles, and then it breaks, and the pole comes through it. Are oh, you dude. serious? Oh my gosh! That and he gets up, and it's like I mean, it impaled him. Like it, yeah. it had to. It was like a foot. Oh my I mean, god! I'm glad you didn't share that. Thank yeah, that would even hurt. Know. I couldn't. I just I, I hurt in dude, all yeah. kinds of ways, like emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was. You feel for wow. I did see that. And I was wow. Like, like I mean, how, how in the world would have thought that that would happen? You know, what I mean? oh, well, so obviously like, not. Holy him. crap! It, yeah, it's like it, like the uh, like the hydraulic 
Oh yeah, something yeah. just released. Oh jeez. And there's just that moment where he just sit there, and then, then it hits me. It's like, oh. <laughs> and then you're like, it just happened. Like I just, yeah. I never thought that would be a part of my life. <laughs> well, I guess it's better than if he would have sat there for a second and then started bouncing again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh so what are we gonna talk about today, Wilson? You would go there. Oh god. I think the biggest thing it hurt that uh, like CrossFit thing was was pride after that girl that was up front. Man, dude, dude this this girl, this girl was like doing these five rounds and she was power cleaning. I think she had 135 pounds on there and she was doing hand cleans with 135 pounds. And she was and like a woman, just a little bit taller than my wife. Like she's petite. Yeah. She was a little small. And, and as a woman, if you can squat 135 pounds, that's pretty impressive. I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that's a plate on each side, you know, on an Olympic bar. Um, and, and this, this girl was like hang cleaning with it. And this was after box jumps and, and, uh, jump ropes and, and, and doing the uh, kettlebells. Yeah. My God, the kettlebells. I love kettlebells. Kettlebells, Dude, man. They were they, tough. They, yeah, they, they about killed me, but it's just a different kind of movement. Yep. So it's, it's yep. awesome. But you know, we've talked about it before you get comfortable. It's time to, it's, it's time to move on to something else. I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to working out with you in that regard on yeah, a regular too. basis. I mean, I would sort love of. to have somebody else up here doing says, the same, but says you know. that now. Right, <laughs> dude. No, I mean, we, I mean, you, you and I worked yeah, out with him for before. Sure. Yeah, you go work out with JP, and he, he's gonna hurt you. You're gonna come out like sore as all get out. I've the never first been time, so nauseous in my life after leg day with JP. <laughs> dude, we did the leg. Okay, so I did the upper body with him, and he's doing these pull ups and stuff. And I'm like, I'd be good to have one. He's got like 30 reps in, and to, just to add the extra like whatever, he puts like weights between his his junk hey, on Wilson, a, a bill. Yeah, and he's pulling like. <laughs> Two or three body weights of him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm like, all right, you suck. That's what I said, you know. But, I mean, it, it had a lot of growth. Like, there's a lot of – I got a lot of room to grow. And then, uh, hell, freaking, freaking spotting you with the uh, the dumbbell over your head, the, the oh, heaviest yeah. one. I'm struggling just to get the shit over to him. And then all of a sudden he grabs it and he's like – <laughs> you know are you sure you want me to spot you <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'm like dude i'm you you know if you let go of this i'm flipping over yeah. like i'm this is i'm done <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm one of those guys <laughs> it's like i'm the spotter like supposed to help it. this dude just drop it, yeah, just drop it. <laughs> roll wow. it down your body you know for sure but uh no there's a there's a few things that i do want to talk about that uh one of our listeners uh dylan reached out to me um about relationships in general, and just kind of dive into some of these topics, um, it really bit about just basically our person, our men's responsibility in a marriage or relationships, or and just in general. And and one thing that I actually two things I want to talk about, um, and and just kind of this is to the men, men. It's your responsibility to be a leader and provider for your house. We are designed to be a uh, be at the forefront, taking all the heavy stuff that life throws at us all the while being a velvet-covered brick. If you haven't read that book or, or, or listened to something with John C. Maxwell, Red Covered Brick is awesome. We are smooth and gentle to the touch, but solid to the core. Men, we are the cornerstones of our family. We are the atlases holding everything together in our world of right. What our family becomes is determined by how we lead. That's for sure. And um, and then talking about some additional things with like a relationship, the, the question was... And what he was like, um, there's the this this fifty fifty rule or a hundred hundred rule in a relationship, and a fifty fifty meaning you you give half and then the other partner gives half and then now you have a whole is that type of mentality. Then the other one is a hundred percent, hundred percent. No, you give a hundred percent, I give a hundred percent, and now we have a great relationship. Which I I more air to that. Like I think that each 
person in whatever relationship, it could be marriage, it could be your friendship, it could be business, it could be whatever uh, that you put into it. But then I want to take that to the next level. And, and this is a totally different thought process. Um, and in these type of arenas, now you don't want to do this on uh, a business venture and, and do a hundred percent and expect nothing. Obviously you, you go into business to make money so that this part doesn't parlay to that or uh, pertain to that, I should say. So, Parlay. yeah. So in the compound effect, the book Darren Harding wrote, uh, he did mention something in relationships, especially in marriages that you as a man should come in or as an individual should come in at a hundred percent zero expecting zero in return when you think about that and it hit heavy on me like i I've never thought like well i'm i'm gonna go do all of these things and then expect zero return no i do these things because i want the, a return i want something back um and uh what's what's your what's your thoughts about the this topic that i just brought up well i think there's uh validity to all of those stances probably the least of which is the 50 50 um because yeah, i don't know it just sounds kind of lame but Right, um, so lukewarm. It yeah, is, it is, really, it is. it is. I spit you out of my mouth. Yeah. Um. It at hundred to hundred. I I I get. I mean, I think it sounds awesome. Certainly, uh, I believe that that could be a really solid relationship if everybody's given a hundred percent. Um. And the hundred zero, I think, depends on your perspective of that. Is how you look at it. Like mm-hmm. I I can see for sure being like, okay, I'm gonna give a hundred. I'm expecting zero. But I think it's more of what is my mentality of giving the hundred right. than what is my then what do I actually want back? Relationships are give and take, you know. So if it's a marriage relationship, for sure you're not going to feel be fulfilled if you're not receiving anything from that relationship. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna wear on you. But so so I don't that that part of it I don't get. I don't, I wouldn't say like yeah you should always be a hundred and if they're always zero it's okay. I don't think that's true. Mm-mm. But I think you should approach your hundred with an expectation of I'm not doing it to get, I'm yes. just doing it because that's my responsibility. And that's exactly what he And I expect mean. the other person to have the same mentality back. That's, that's right? perfect. So yeah. I, thank you for the first thing that. that I think of um, is people taking selfies with homeless people when they give them a dollar. Oh my God. <laughs> it so drives me nuts. Yeah. yeah. Look at yeah. all the cool stuff. Look at all the good stuff I'm doing for yeah. society. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't, Recognition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I think I, when I, when I think of it, I think of it just yeah. like, you know, Cameron kind of alluded to there towards the end with, with the expectation factor. Yes. Um, if you go into relationships, expecting things and doing things because you want to get something out of it, um, to me, it's kind of, it's, it's a little, it's a little bit shady. Um, now if there's obviously agreements to stuff, you know, like there, there's a, there's a certain level of expectation there, but like when you're, when you're talking about, you know, your kids and your wife and stuff, you know, you, you, I think you free yourself up a lot if you don't expect anything in return, because then it, it opens you up and it allows you to be grateful for everything that you do get. Mm -hmm. And if, if your expectations for like what you want return is that they should be giving you just as much as you give or more, whatever it may be, then your expectations rob you of the happiness of all the things they do. Mm -hmm. So for me, that, that lack of, I expect you to do stuff opens me up to be grateful and have gratitude towards mm. what I do receive. Yeah. Well, and it goes to where's your heart too. Like, are you, right. are you, do you have a servant heart or do you have, are you have a giving heart? Is it, is your, is the heart right in, in that hundred that you're giving, yep. you know, as opposed to like, there's a, there's a, um, there's a motive behind it. I think expectations are, uh, the downfall of many relationships, mm-hmm. to be honest. I think it's easy to, and I don't mean just, I mean, we're talking about marriages and, and, just 
partnerships, I guess in general, but um, whether you're dating or you're married or whatever is what I mean. But um, expectations ruin relationships. You know, if you come home and expect the dishes to be done or expect mm-hmm. the yard to be mowed from, from, I guess, you know, whatever it is, uh, or expect things all the time, um, you're just setting yourself up for failure, man. I think communication is what helps mm. that if you expect something to be done, maybe you should communicate and ask if those things can be done instead of just expecting them to be done and being pissed when they're not. Right. Um, and I think that's, that's that takes a little bit of growth and through constant communication that you'll find that. I think it's, as far as what you've said, the 50-50 I get, I think that's just a, it's a norm. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone expects 50-50. Minimum we're, mentality. We're, right. Minimum, it's yeah. very minimum. It's very average. I think the, I, I like the 100 to 100. I just don't think it's practical. Right. I think it's easy to tell people to man up. I think it's easy to tell people to give 100% of their marriage on both sides. I think it's easy to say not to have expectations, but it's not practical. Hmm. That's not what happens. I can go home right now and be like, I'm going to give 100% of my marriage and you're going to give 100% of our marriage. and um, But that's not realistic. Um, sadly, I think that everyone, I think it needs to be moldable. I think marriages are like water. And this is me, right? I think, I think you need to be, you know, maybe if you're both giving 100, so you're at a 200. Right. If we're going to look at it in numbers, I'm a numbers guy. So if we're looking at it in, in 200. Someone has a bad day. Maybe you need to give 150 and they need to give 50 to make up. I think as a guy, you need to be moldable. You need to be able to support the, the wife in that. She, you can't expect someone to come in and give 100 percent of their energy every single day. You'll be exhausted. Well, I think yeah, I, I, I kind of disagree with that. And, I, and only because of the mentality that we've spoke about before. And you're giving 100 percent at that moment. So it's not like. I'm always giving a hundred percent to my marriage. It's just that, so, so like when I'm, you know, when I'm in the bathroom, I'm not giving a hundred percent to my marriage at that moment. I'm no, taking care of business. To, yeah, you're, you know yeah, what you're I mean? giving I'm it giving, to the toilet. Yeah, I'm giving a hundred percent. Well, no. I'm, hopefully I'm giving a hundred percent. If not, I'm going to be back in a few minutes. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, know, so, <laughs> you got to finish. <laughs> don't pitch it off, man. Oh. Uh, so, but, but, you know, it, and it's anything like, the, are you investing in your kids a hundred percent of the time? No, but when I'm with my kids, I'm a hundred percent investing in them at that time. Okay. Yes. See, that makes it, more sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's so, all so about I don't the think mentality. you get exhausted. I I think you, I, I don't know. I believe you get exhausted when you don't know what your purpose is. I believe you get exhausted when you don't have something to, like you don't have a reason to be doing things. That's when you get tired, you know? Like that's that's when it's exhausting or it's frustrating because you don't have a, a, a vision in mind for what you're accomplishing. You know, I'm reading for, the, I think, the third time now, and we've mentioned this book a ton, Five Love Languages by Gary mm-hmm. Chapman. Mm-hmm. Fantastic book. Very I mean, good. everybody here. I was on the plane myself this week up to D.C. or last weekend, whenever it was. And the guy behind me was like, hey, that's a great book. I've, I've read it before. I was like, yeah, it's my third time. I'm thinking I should probably read it every year, you know, as a married man. But there's just so many things in there that you that you get from it. And it's that, as we're talking about this topic, is um, I think where it becomes more effective is, or it can be exhausting if I'm giving 100%, but it's in the wrong language to my wife. Sure. Like if I'm speaking the wrong love language to my wife, I can feel like I'm working my ass off to make the relationship work, but she's not hearing any of it because she speaks a different language. She's not receiving what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So I've got to learn how I can take that same energy, but make it effective to build our relationship. Right. And then she can do the same for me. So we can be a hundred, a hundred on each other's love languages. If you haven't read the book, then that'll help clarify. So here's where I was going with that though. I think it's easy to put a number to it. I, and I am a numbers guy. I think it's easy to say, you know, you give a hundred, you give a hundred, but what does that look like? I think everyone's a hundred looks different. Mm, yeah. So I think it's, it's really about, and like you're, you're talking about, you're putting effort into that by reading that book. So right. it's really about being, um, present and it's really about putting in the proper effort, right? Cause like you said, if you're not putting in the, if you're not speaking the same language, like it's just gonna, it's not gonna work anyway. 
So figuring out what that language is for them, that is a, a phenomenal book. And I do read it once a year because it's every time I read it, I get something different out of it. Yep. Like, Oh, I don't even remember that, you know? Yep. And, and I feel like as I grow, because you're, you're as you age, and I think that's where marriages miss it too, is that there's, t- you, you guys go through these different growth cycles as, as people. And when you, if you've been together since you're, um, since you've been young, you're different people by the time you make it to your thirties. Sure, absolutely. And then it's figuring out who you guys are as a couple again and growing back together and, and really almost falling in love together again, because you get lost in your careers and your kids and it's easy to, to grow apart to growing back together is the, is the challenge. So, and figuring out who each other are dating again, stuff like that, but that's figuring out what love language is that year because the next year could be something totally different. You, well, know, you go through a job change or you have another kid and maybe that love language doesn't look the same anymore. Maybe you're looking for something else that, that, comforts you or whatever it is he talks about you know the same language but a different dialect you know yeah, and yeah, so yeah. that could that's where it could adjust and certainly when kids come into the picture or career changes or you move to a different place or whatever there's there's other things that that come into play um but that that whole in love feeling though is that i, th- I think that's where a lot of people miss it you know the, the divorce rate is ridiculous in our country right now and yeah. i'm not i'm not judging anybody i promise mm-hmm. you i'm not um but because it, it's not easy it's just it's not easy to stay married for a long time but I think the reason that it's a lot uh, more common now is just because the overall mentality of our society is I don't feel this again anymore. Right. I don't have the same feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, listen, player, it ain't about the feelings at some point. It's about the commitment. It's mm-hmm. about the decision to love your wife as an action word, not as a I love you because you make me feel warm and fuzzy inside. You're gonna, he talks about it, and he's like, it's about a two-year window. You're going to have that in-love feeling, and everything's going to be awesome, and you're just so giddy, and you know you can't wait to see each other, and da-da-da-da-da. I'm going to tell you, dude, I love my wife like crazy, but you get to a point where it's like you got three kids running around. you got three businesses you're trying to rush. You're doing that. you got other responsibilities. You don't always feel that way, you mm-hmm. know, but then you that's when you have – but but we, we're called to be together. So what can I do to show my love – so she feels loved, her love tank is full, and she can do the same for me if she chooses to, which typically happens more often if you do it first, right? right? right. Which goes back to the whole 100 zero thing. Zero. You know? Love tank. That sounds like a good hot tub company. Ooh, the love, Ooh, love, the love tank. tank. Yeah, yeah like so anyways, two things. Um, <laughs> so I, I think just, just sitting back listening to you guys, the, the 100 hundred, the problem with the 100 hundred thing is you leave things up to perception. That's where the hundred is, and I think you touched on it a little bit. If you're if you're expected, if, if the whole idea is the hundred hundred, then what you perceive as them giving a hundred percent is might be different than what what they believe their hundred percent is. So the magic is in the zero. Yes. Uh, let's be honest. So you should be doing the hundred percent anyways, just as a man. It's your responsibility to handle shit. Mm-hmm. In my my opinion, the zero. Because if you if you look at somebody that you love that you made a commitment to and you don't expect them to do anything, um, then once again, like like I said earlier, you are freeing yourself up to be grateful for everything that they do. Now, expecting somebody to do nothing, like you said, sounds great, right? Oh, but it's it's not realistic. Like nobody walks into a relationship and goes, "I shall do everything, you do nothing." <laughs> okay. Why's your accent yeah. Is this just a certain part of the world? Yeah, is that? Yeah. Uh, I'm getting into character assholes. Like, okay. Shut up. I like this is a little stereotypical. Yeah. So, uh, well, the, oh, look, here we go. Duh. Here, here yeah. we go. Hey, hey, I think we're talking about race later, too. Yeah, we're so going to talk about race. Yeah, so we'll get into that so, in a minute. Yeah. So, anyways, but I think it's it's up to perception. So, I think the 100 100 thing's a problem. It's not realistic, for one. The 100 0 
is not, and I'm not, I'm not down it. I think it's a, a goal that you should be going after because it, it, in other words, if, if you do anything, just appreciate everything that the other person does. Yeah. Just yeah. make sure that you appreciate it. That's Especially, you know, once it comes to, if it's words of affirmation, cause I'm words of affirmation kind of thing. Like if I'm, if I do some stuff around the house, the best thing my wife can do is come in there and go, dude, I, I, I appreciate that. That's freaking awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. She's acts of service. So for me, it's, it's actually doing stuff for her tells her. And Cameron, you know that cause you and your wife are the, wired. We, we flip polar yep. opposite of what me and my wife are. Yep. But the other side of it is why I believe that it's, it's unrealistic, especially more unrealistic now than what it's been in the past is because of our sense of entitlement. Everybody expects something for what they do. Yeah. I go pick up a piece of trash. I expect somebody to go, Hey, Great job. Good job picking up that trash. Way to go. Like, I need a cheer squad right. over there or something. If I show up on the field, I should get a trophy. Or, or even this, if I show up on time. Or if I show up on time, somebody, should, show, somebody should thank me. Yeah. Uh, now, now, don't get me wrong. On the flip side of that, if, if you have good employees that show up on time all the time, I, I think For you sure. should tell them. You yep. know, I yeah. appreciate you being on time. I appreciate your dedication and, and, and your discipline. But the person that's on time should not expect their boss to thank them for doing their job. Right. You should, should not just expect be their own that. personal expectation of themselves. Well, that's where yeah. entitlement comes in. That's right. that's and that's where that's everybody horrible. feels like they should be praised for what they do. Yeah. Now, should you? Yeah. If you're, I think if you're in a position of especially hour or something, your people should know that you care about them. Right. Yeah. They they should absolutely know that you care about them. But on the flip side, should those people expect you to express that all the time? No. You should not. That's where the hundred zero comes in. Stop being entitled and stop expecting somebody to give you something for every freaking thing you do. Just go work your ass off and good things will happen. Yep. Don't worry about the reward. It's coming. It's it, But it's not something like, okay, I did this today. Well, it makes so much sense what you're saying. You know, I'm seeing this more clearly uh, as you're as you're laying this out. But yeah, it truly is. If, if you're just, if you take personal responsibility and you take ownership of the things that you are going to do, then when you do get accolades or praise or something like that, it is so much more like it means so much more because you didn't do it with the expectation of that. Right. You didn't do right. it like trying to get that. You just did it because you understood like, this is what I should do. This is what I'm supposed to do. So the fact that they recognized it means even more to me than it would have if, um, you know, I knew they were going to recognize it every time I did it. Right. A hundred zero requires integrity. If yeah, you can do a hundred zero and put in a hundred and not expect stuff out of it, that's a certain level of integrity that you have to have, which I think in today's society, we've lost a little bit. I think mm-hmm. we've lost that integrity thing because Huge. now now it's not as much face-to-face interaction and things of that nature. And I think it's got a little bit of a detriment to it. But that, that was just that's just kind of my my thing with it. Perception and entitlement are the two two things that really kind of lay that out in my mind, the way that I see it. Oh, that was that was perfect, man. I I like that you went through all that. Um, because I mean, that's the mindset. That's the magic of what that hundred percent zero means. Magic's in the zero. Like magic that. is in the zero, which is pretty cool. So. You know, and, and, and that plays out in now. a lot of different I stuff. Yes, now. you got a t-shirt now. Okay, nobody told t-shirt. me good job. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was awesome. There it is. Yeah. Way to go, Jamie. Yeah. 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 There you go. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. And so now you can rewind this and play this every single time and there you, you get what you need. So you just put that on repeat. <laughs> I'll have, I'll just. Usually I just cut out everybody but myself, but this time I'm going to listen to you guys. Because <laughs> you're about me. Right? I, I think it's it's interesting to me that people, you know, they, I think it's at work, you're not expected to do to give 100%. Mm-hmm. You're expected to give more than 100% in a lot of areas. How efficient you work. You know, they want 110 plus and you get a bonus, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what are you doing at home? 
You can't you can't go to work and spend forty to sixty hours a week on average attaining or sustaining, maintaining, whatever attaining over one hundred and ten percent, and then go at home and given zero. It's not fair. Thirty percent. You can't expect your marriage to flourish when you're doing that. But I think it's it's funny to me that people will go to work and bust their ass for 40, 60 hours a week at their job. For their boss, they, but not for Exactly, their but they yeah. won't go home and do it for their wife or their kids mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. Or hell, for themselves if you're single, yeah, right. you know. What are you doing for your, you, you know, if you're going and busting your ass for your boss, you're not doing anything for yourself or your wife or your kids, whatever your situation is, how can you expect those relationships to flourish and not die? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think another point to the 100% Wait, what zero. Wait, did you raise your hand when he was talking, but you just interrupted me? You oh, just confirmed. Here That's all you were doing. You didn't say that. What's your love language, Wilson? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I know. Physical touch. No, it's not just that. Tennis balls. You know, tennis balls. You know I've read that. Oh, it's a new category. Oh, the sixth one. It's six love Look at it. You can't now. even think now. I was thinking about tennis balls. <laughs> Sorry, dude. No, I'm not. For the record. But no, I, I do act like a Labrador. I like to have fun and whack my tail. So, you know, whatever. So anyway, if you get to know me, I'm, I'm smiles all the time. Usually if I'm not smiling, I'm either in deep thought or just about to pass out but um <laughs> which kind of sometimes they just intertwine yeah yeah deep thought will make you pass out but um the point to the 100 zero and then we'll move on uh, is the other thing is is like what you guys were talking about is you can't control the other person's percentage you can only control yours so if you focus on what you can anything else should play out but now if it doesn't that's where we've talked about hey if that relationship is not providing you anything and you've done this over and over and over and over again then hey bye you know and, that, and that's how you should be unless you've made a commitment and now then you have to have a real talk. And I think that a lot of people avoid those real talks because they, they're so used to being on their phone on Facebook or on uh, via text and not having a real conversation face-to-face like we talked about before, man-to-man or woman-to-woman or woman-to-man or whatever the case may be. And, um, and it's very important. So control what you can control and everything else should fall in place. Yeah, and we talked about this a little bit in an early episode. I don't remember which one, but um, it just goes back to the, the taking responsibility thing. It goes back to... Um, looking in the mirror. And this is the hardest thing to do. And I'll, I'll speak for myself. The hardest thing to do. And I've, I've spent years trying to get better at this and I am better at it now, but still a lot to growth. But it's when something's not right in the relationship, let's just say the marriage relationship or a business partnership or whatever, instead of going, man, I wish they did that different. Or man, I wish they did that different. Or man, they sh- you know, you didn't do this. And there may be truth to what you're, this is the hard part is when there actually are some shortcomings, mm. but you still go, Regardless of those shortcomings, I can't control that. Yep. But what I can do is what can I do better to help yep. them want to better themselves or, or not have those shortcomings or whatever. So can you truly look in the mirror when you know it might not actually be your fault and go, what can I do better? How can I make myself better? If it's nothing else but an example, if it's nothing like instead of, I, I can't believe they're not, you know, they're not doing this. Well, how about you just do some more of it and maybe it'll inspire them. You know, that's the hard part. And that's, that's why it's so difficult for, so for people to give that hundred. It goes back mm-hmm. to what, what I was talking about though, the, the difference between simple and easy, they are vastly different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's a simple concept, but it's not easy because what the, the problem is it's, it's not, it's not difficult, but it's easier not to, it's, it's easier to point the finger at the other person in the relationship and say, well, we wouldn't be arguing right now if you didn't do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. It's easier to do that than it is to self-reflect and go, you know what? I got some things that I can fix and then, you know, I, I can pray for them or just create the example and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, the other that's, thing that sucks is you don't want to be the one that is wrong. I mean, it's just, well, course, that's just yeah. nature, human nature. I don't want to be the one that was wrong. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you are. Sorry. Me and, and we me all and, are. Sometimes. Me and my wife are very good about, um, um, 
what, what's what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, being submissive to each other. Yeah, I know you can't. It's hard to sense sarcasm in audio, but uh, <laughs> um, that, that I, is, I was, that's why I said yes so softly. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm I don't recall that, but that's yeah. that's something like I mean. We, we have healthy arguments um, that, that are, you know, solution-seeking arguments and stuff like that. But neither – both of us struggle with the submissive side of things. Um, and I think it's important, like with the 100-0, to learn how to submit to your significant other. Um, in that situation, I think there's a few – a few areas of your life where you should be submissive. You should be submissive to your counsel, to the people that, that you're taking mentorship from. Um, in my opinion, I think you should be submissive to God. And then I think you should be submissive uh, to your wife. That doesn't mean be a doormat, but it means be submissive. It's the difference like, between suppressed and submissive. Sometimes you have to protect the relationship by going, I'm okay with a lose win here. I'll, yep. I'll, I'll take yep. the loss. Whether I'm, yep. I'll take the loss because I value our relationship enough to Plus, I just want to stop fighting. Yeah. But, right. <laughs> just, plus, plus, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'll just I'm say ready to I'm wrong. Like, I'm <laughs> it, you know isn't what? It's funny you're how right. that works. It's like always at two, three o'clock, like you're ready to go to sleep. And then we have a serious conversation. And yeah. it's like, do we have to have this <laughs> conversation talk, right now? Oh, yeah. I get it. Yeah. And, but then in our house, it's usually, it comes up two or three days later and then we have a three o'clock in the morning conversation on a two or three day co to old topic i'm like dude i forgot now now she's gotten better because we've grown from there to where she does it at the same day but it's at the end Can of the day go ahead and call me out like when it happens <laughs> yeah right we're more likely to come to a solution yeah most cases now in most cases i know I, i'm like yeah i put my foot in my mouth or it was something that we just disagreed on and, I, and she's still adamant about her point of view so it's like you know we're or she's probably gonna have to disagree to dis or, you know agree to disagree. So that's where that's where I, I benefit because my wife is very proactive. Uh, she calls me out on stuff I haven't even done yet. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, you gonna do tomorrow? She's like, I know, I know that. <laughs> look, and you're about to do something stupid, aren't you? And I'm like, do we? Are we really gonna argue about this before I even make the mistake? Yeah, at least like, let me screw up first. Let me mess up. Dang. No, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, relationships are fun though. When you have fun with it, yes. And and like we talked about, have a sense of humor. Like one of, one of the things that that I have struggled with in the past is being egotistical in a relationship. Like as a man, I'm supposed to be the alpha in the house and stuff like that, but. Like you should be the alpha, but as the alpha, if you are a secure alpha, you don't have to get pissed at everything that's said. Like well, you can that's laugh. real. That's real maturity. Right. right. Like you that's not laugh. like I'm not just yeah. I, I rule this. You do this. You yeah. do that. Everybody listen to me. That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, if you're an actual real man, then you you're gaining input from the other members of the family, from your wife specifically, and you're adjusting, you know, to those personalities and those relationships right. as needed. So yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is is that it's not necessarily I am the alpha, it's we are the pack. Oh, right? Mm. Freaking t-shirt making joke for you. I, I think that's a real thing. And and that's something I've I've relayed to my team at work is that guys, it's not it's not necessarily I am the manager, it's we are the team. Right. So it's just a translation into marriage, right? Yep. Is that I think it's okay to recognize yourself as that um and puff your chest out a little bit when when, yeah. when you know when you're saying it, but ultimately it's it's like you're talking about submitting you know, to your wife and vice versa. It's, you know, not necessarily I'm the alpha, it's we're the back. Well, you I don't want it to be top heavy, right? I mean, like you, you, your organization, I, this is one of the things in, in the corporate world. I mean, outside of the relationship, because there are relationships there that ends up messing a lot of people up is the fact that they're top heavy. You have everything in a centralized control where all the decisions are being made from a small little core group and it's all top heavy. 
and you don't have those relationships at the the lower level level that have built the the base of the company from the bottom up and got buy-in from the people that are in it. Like you said, you know, I, we are the pack, you know, kind of thing. Like I, I, I have zero desire to be the end all be all and everything that we're doing. I'll give you guidelines and I'll give you expectations of results. Mm-hmm. Your opportunity of getting there is, is, is on you. You figure that part out. Now I will adjust the guardrails based on your maturity but ultimately, I don't want to be, I'm not your dad. I don't see here and tell you everything that you need to do, you know? So, I mean, I think once you come to relationships, stuff like that, you have to, you have to give people that, that, uh, enough rope to hang themselves for lack of better words. And ultimately you've got to remember, you know, why the relationship's important to you. I mean, when it ultimately comes down to it, like, is it going to be easy to do some of these things we're talking about? No, we've already discussed that, but is it worth it? Yeah, I mean, it's your freaking wife, or it's your kids, or it's your business partner. If there's some, re- or it's your best friend, or it's whatever it is, it's your parents. You know, there's something there that is valuable, or it was at one point. Like, is it worth approaching it with a little diff- different mentality of how much am I investing? Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, and that's and that's really the it's it's kind of like the goal or the or the or the dream. Like, what's the dream to, to have this as a valuable relationship continually in my life? You know, absolutely, awesome. So this is good stuff, guys, and uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I really want to implore you to give us feedback. Like, literally, if you have, if you know us personally, shoot us up at text. Hey, dude, listen to this. Really like this. Hey, could you talk about this? Can, what's your perspective on that? And if it's something that we don't need to dedicate an entire podcast to, we just talk to you directly. That's great. But reach out. Uh, join us on, on our website at shepherdsof.men. We've got some really cool stuff that's coming out in the future that's going to be beneficial to you. If you're uh, wanting to become a reader, we have a, a recommended book list that comes off of that. Uh, we have a lot of different things that we are growing as as a community, and we, we are hearing your voices because like what O said on the previous uh, podcast is that we're going to have our ladies on here to give you a ladies' perspective because our following is not just men. We actually have women and men listening to us, and we appreciate every one of you to support the movement because it takes all of us to make a change. And that's what we're looking to do is make a change in uh, society as a world view of what men are supposed to be like and what to celebrate our indifferences, to celebrate ourselves and our successes and not demean everybody because they're better than you or gotten something more than you. Quit judging yourself and judging everybody else based off you know, different merits. Just focus on you. Become the best that you can be. Go become and make a difference.